On this episode of the Hanford Insider, we'll get a preview of the busy October calendar, hear from Dusty Ferens from the Kings County Farm Bureau, and Eric Bentley gives a complete rundown of the high school football action. This is the Hanford Insider for Monday, October 2nd, 2023. Welcome to this episode of the Hanford Insider. I'm your host, Rob Bentley. This week's weather is going to be warm again with temperatures in the 90s before cooling down again over the weekend. On Tuesday evening, local law enforcement will be hosting the National Night Out event in the Civic Center Park from 6 to 8. There will be free food, unlimited bounce houses, free carousel rides, and free fire truck rides. There'll be resource booths, a DJ, a blood drive, and many giveaway items. Inside, the City Council will be meeting at 7 p.m. Some of the items on the agenda include an agreement with an electrical supply company to lease the old Goodwill building next to the plunge and an annexation of property near Hanford Armour Road between 12th and 13th Avenue for a subdivision. This week at the Main Street Hanford Thursday Night Marketplace, they'll be celebrating Cancer Awareness Month by painting downtown pink. Khalifa's, a Tex-Mex band, will be providing the entertainment. We have a busy next few weeks with all of the community activities. The fourth annual Hanford Pumpkin Patch on Flint Avenue between Dowdy and Highway 43 is open. Every Friday night, the Hanford Senior Citizens Group has bingo in the Veterans Building in Hanford beginning at 6. The Carnegie Museum of Kings County presents the Hatalos Exhibition of Portuguese History each Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 1 to 5. They are also currently selling tickets to their December 9th fundraiser to restore the original 1905 wood flooring in the old Carnegie Library building. For more information, visit carnegiemuseumofkingscounty.org. Coming up this weekend, the 44th Annual Renaissance of Kings Fair will be held in the Civic Park on Saturday and Sunday. Sencal BMX is having a ride out from Hidden Valley Park to the Renaissance Fair at 9.30 on Saturday. The Sierra Pacific Band is having their shredding event at the district office next to Drewiner Schnitzel. Pioneer Elementary School is holding their fall carnival. The Hanford Educational Foundation is hosting its bourbon tasting dinner. The King's Art Center Guild is hosting its annual Flocktoberfest from 3 to 7. Tickets are $60 each and can be purchased at kingsartcenter.org. And that's just this weekend. Next weekend's really busy, too. On Friday the 13th, the Hanford Fox Theater will be showing the original 1980 Friday the 13th movie at 7 p.m. All of these events coming up are on Saturday, October 14th. The Pioneer Middle School Band Boosters are having their shredding event at their school near Dowdy and Flint from 8 to 11. The Day of Global Awareness and Local Action in Fight Against Human Trafficking will be holding their Walk for Action, starting at the Glad Tidings Church at 10 a.m. The two-mile walk will go up and down 10th Avenue between Grangeville and Fargo. The Hanford Parks and Community Services Department is holding their Helping Hands Park Cleanup at Freedom Park from 8 to noon on Saturday. The Hanford Chamber of Commerce will be holding their Harvest Fest Fall Market at the Hanford Mall from 11 to 4 p.m. The Hanford Fire Department is holding their annual open house from 9.30 to 2.30. The Kings County Sheriff's Department and Hanford Police Departments will be holding a cornhole tournament. The annual Hanford Police Canine Foundation Oktoberfest Beer Festival fundraiser for the canine program will be held in the Civic Park. 
and the fun doesn't end on Saturday. These events will be held on Sunday, October 15th. The Hanford West Band is holding their annual mattress sale at the school in the school cafeteria from 10 to 5. Kings River Hardwick School is holding their annual Calico Arts Festival from 11 to 5. The King Symphony Orchestra kicks off their fall season at the Hanford Fox Theater at 4. Tickets are available at kingsymphony.org. I'd also like to give a shout out to all of my marching band friends as they officially kick off Bandtober. This is the busiest time of year when the bands compete in most of their field show competitions and band reviews. Maybe we'll have to have some directors on to talk about that. This sure is a busy time of year. I'll be grabbing events as I see them on social media. If you have an event coming up and you'd like some help getting the word out, let's work together. Send your information to HanfordInsider at gmail.com. On last week's episode, we had Heather Hyinks on from the San Joaquin Valley Air Pollution and Control District to talk about the air quality. I thought a nice follow-up would be to speak with Dusty Ferentz from the Kings County Farm Bureau to talk about what's currently being harvested and some of the issues facing our agriculture community. Well, welcome to the show, Dusty. Thanks for having me. Hey, Dusty, I've read that the Kings County Farm Bureau has been around for about 105 years. Can you tell us a little bit about the mission of the organization? Yeah, our mission is to protect, preserve, and enhance agriculture in Kings County. So what types of services does the Farm Bureau offer? Well, we represent our grower members in um, legislative arenas, the local county government, state government, and federal government. Uh, We provide several training and education programs. Um, Our trainings are focused mostly on growers and things that they need to be compliant with California law. Um, And then we offer scholarships to graduating high school seniors. And one of our flagship programs is the third grade farm day, where we bring every third grade student from Kings County out to the Kings Fair and give them an agriculture education field trip. So in my daily commute, I'm continually amazed at all the hard work that's happening in the fields during this time of year. Can you tell us about what activity we're seeing currently? Yeah, it's our busy time of year right now. Um, When you're driving down 198, you're probably seeing almonds being harvested, walnuts, um, possibly pistachios, definitely tomatoes, uh, feed corn, and here pretty soon we're going to start cotton harvest. So we've been reading lately about the cost of milk and milk production, and we've even seen some dairies being sold. Um, How is that affecting the, the economy? Well, I think one of the biggest effects to our local economy is going to be the potential for job loss. Anytime a dairy goes out of production, uh, there, there's a trickle-down effect, and that's local, that's local jobs and local economy. We're seeing a lot of dairies leave the county in the last year, and not just Kings County, all throughout the state. Um, that's a compound problem, low milk prices, high diesel high labor costs and looking to the looking out on the horizon worries about the sustainable groundwater management act so can you tell us a little bit about i've heard uh, some things about the the water act and how it's affecting farming and consumers yeah the sustainable groundwater management act or sigma is the biggest thing facing the agriculture industry in california right now it was a law passed in 2014 intended to stabilize groundwater levels by 2040 Um, that is being challenged right now and water agencies in the state are pushing to have that 
regulated uh, earlier than the 2040 deadline. And it's really creating some unease uh, amongst growers because there's so much unknown as to what's going to come with Sigma. Um, but it's really starting to affect what you plant, when you plant it, and property values and, and tax values are going to be affected next. So definitely with the flooding of the Tulare Lake Basin, a lot of farmland has been lost. How has that impacted farming? Yeah, so at its peak, uh, the Tulare Lake held about 600,000 acre feet of water. Um, today, that number is around 130,000 acre feet. Uh, the most recent estimates that I've seen, we're estimating $140 million in crop losses just for th this season. Um, that number is sure to grow as we don't yet know what the Tulare Lake is going to do as far as drying up, when it's going to dry up, when it's going to be planted again. But that's just current crop losses, things like tomatoes, cotton, corn. Um, that doesn't even begin to touch on the permanent crop losses that we're going to have to learn to manage. There's affected pistachio trees, uh, and I know pomegranates down there, probably, probably some almonds as well. Um, so the losses are going to continue to grow over the next 24 months, I would imagine. Well, Dusty, thank you to the Kings County Farm Bureau and all of your um, your office staff and people that help you out. I know you have a fundraiser coming up or an annual meeting, don't you? We have an annual meeting coming up in November, and before that, we actually have a golf tournament. So the fall and winter is a, a busy time for us, and we look forward to getting together with our members and members of the community and talking about agriculture. That's great. And uh, what is the website for the Farm Bureau if people wanted to learn more and find out about your events coming up? You can find us at kcfb.org. Well, thank you very much, Dusty. Thanks for having me, and I, I hope to do it again. And now it's time for Hanford Insider Sports with Eric Bentley. We'll start with Sierra Pacific as they looked to keep their historic undefeated season alive as they took on Selma. The offense struggled to get things going in the first half, but the defense came up big, forcing two Selma turnovers deep in Golden Bear territory. Sierra Pacific trailed 13-7 at the half, but the Golden Bears got the ball to start the third quarter and were able to march down the field to tie the game on a five-yard Joe Avalos touchdown run. The Golden Bears would miss the extra point, though, so the game would remain tied at 13. The defense continued to impress in the second half with a few big sacks despite the sputtering offense. Sierra Pacific was able to move the ball enough when it mattered, though, with under a minute to go. They were able to set up Jacob Kuna for a game-winning 50-yard field goal with five seconds left, and the Golden Bears were able to escape with a 16-13 victory on homecoming. Sierra Pacific now moves to 6-0 on the year, and they will take on 3-3 Emmanuel this week. Hanford High played like a team that was refreshed after a bye week as they were able to take down West Yosemite League foe Dinuba easily by a final score of 47-6. The Bullpups led 33 to nothing at halftime and had a shutout until late in the fourth quarter when Dinuba was finally able to get on the scoreboard. There were a few standout individual performances for the Bullpups, though we'll start with two-way player Cordy Glass. He had an impressive evening. 
He was able to record a pick six, a fumble recovery, and on offense, he had a 51-yard rushing touchdown and also a two-point conversion. Quarterback Daniel Gomez had an impressive stat line as well as he was able to finish the afternoon with three passing touchdowns and he was able to add a rushing touchdown as well. The Bullpups are 5-1 and one on the season and will travel to Tulare this week to take on a 4-2 and two Tulare Union squad. And finally, Hanford West was unable to find a rhythm after the bye week as they dropped their contest to Exeter 52-12 and now fall to 0-5 on the year. However, they will travel to Reedley, who is 0-6 this week, where hopefully the Huskies can put one in the win column. As always, if you're a fan or a coach who wants your team featured, send us an email, hanfordinsider at gmail.com. I'm Eric Bentley, and this has been your Hanford Insider Sports Report. That's all the time we have for today's show. You'll want to be sure to tune in next week for sure. I had the pleasure of having an extended conversation with City of Hanford retiring police chief Parker Sever. We talked about his time serving the City of Hanford and his plans for the future. If you'd like to join the Hanford Insider email list, send a subscribe request to hanfordinsider at gmail.com. Help me get the word out about the show by liking and sharing on social media or telling a friend. For more information about the show, you can find this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube at Hanford Insider. If you have a show idea, be sure to email me at HanfordInsider at gmail.com. Thanks for listening in. Have a great week.